is time. It is time, Vasily. It is time to say good morning and good evening. It is good evening for me. It is good morning for you. And welcome to the next episode of Happy Maybe, a podcast to explain the secrets of happiness. Or unhappiness, honestly. It's the same thing. One by one. Vasily asked me if I want to introduce the topic straight into his face just before we started. And I think that I don't want to introduce it straight to your face. I want to, as I always do, tell you a little story and then you will see what I mean. Or maybe a question, actually. So I don't know about you and I haven't discussed it with many people, but I had people in my life who I chose to never interact with again. Usually it is something that the person does that tells me that I don't want to ever talk to them again. Okay. And um, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're bad people. A lot of them are, you know, good people. And in fact, I do want to talk later about the idea that bad people don't quite exist. And this particular story is about my trip that I had maybe about seven years ago with my uh, partner at the time and another couple. And we had a conflict, literally in a car, in the middle of a road trip, in the middle of the desert. We had a conflict and the other person in the car was like very upset with us. And she said, if you don't like it, you can just get off the car and blah, blah, blah. Like she was angry at us. And I was like realizing that she's being emotional and this is completely unreasonable and we are in the middle of the desert. We don't really have anywhere to go. Neither of us knew how to drive. So her boyfriend was driving and we had to, I just had to stop talking about this, be quiet, be nice. And then I waited for a couple more days and then I never spoke with them again. And then sometimes I wonder if this is like the wise decision, you know, we do talk about how in order to like the, the people you interact with define who you are. And I do have certain types of people that I choose as of late, I have started doing this, that I choose to avoid interacting with in the future. Again, it doesn't mean that they're bad people, it's just that I don't think that I should be interacting with them. And then all at the same time, I do feel a little bit guilty when I do it because that seems like showing a sort of a weakness in me, right? Because if I'm choosing not to interact with them, well, that means I'm not strong enough, I guess, to do that. Um, let's start here. Um, is that something that you've done? Like, do you have people that you just stopped talking to and that you never spoke with again and then you sometimes come back to this? But I wonder if you've had that experience yourself. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I can relate. It doesn't happen all the time, but it certainly had happened in my life. I think if we tie it to maintaining happiness, the happiness level levels, it's probably us trying to do damage control. Like if there was a traumatic event related to certain people and they brought some negativity to our lives, we don't want this to repeat. However, you're bringing up a good point. Uh, are we strong enough to deal with it? Because sometimes things can be fixed in, in conversation. You can be that person who shows them the light, you know, it, it makes them a better friend for you by uh, spotlighting certain things that they could do better. But then I'm full of contradictions uh, about this because as you're talking about this, there's there's this like a clear path right away. Like, oh, okay, yeah, you, uh, avoiding is not good or avoiding is great because you protect yourself and you know, nobody has the, has the right to infringe on your well-being. And I can fluctuate all day, you know, like, is it worth it? Is it not to, to try to... Uh, 
um, remedy the situation? Uh, is it just an easy way out? Just close the door, never come back? Or would would be would it be a more noble way to say like, listen, what happened last week or last month in the car? Um, I understand where you're coming from, but also you have to check to see where I'm coming from and how I see it. And, and maybe we can do it differently next time, something like that. But these conversations are enduring. They, they can be draining. They can be misunderstood, misconstrued. Sometimes it's just easier to just drop it all together. Yeah, these are my thoughts. I really like it how you're saying that it is inherently not a not one side is true, but yes, you can see the value in doing both. And I think there is value in, you know, setting boundaries, for example. Everybody's talking about boundaries these days. It's such a big thing. Set your boundaries, so important. But all at the same time, I will bring, I'll, 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 I'll like say something like political discussions are very often the cause of misunderstanding and breakage in relationships. Americans, for example, during the general election, they would say that their Thanksgiving was was like a like a war site because they would come to their parents who are more like most likely gonna hold the opposite side of the political view and then their Thanksgiving turns into an entire like political discussion forever or or staying tight-lipped for the sake of peacefulness yeah either or and then I I'm reflecting on how I have I think I have I know people who chose to cut off entirely anyone who disagrees with them about certain topics, like very harshly and very actively, in fact, proactively removing anyone who's not on the same side as they are. And that seems like a strong, conscious and righteous and good position. Why should I listen to them? You know, I know exactly how things are. I know exactly what I believe in. And in all those other stupid people, they can go and do whatever the hell they want. When I was in a, about 10 years ago, I read this article where they they talked about the concept of echo chambers and the echo chambers are especially interesting in the in the sense of uh, like the internet right because you're most likely to see the types of things that you're most likely to agree with so there is no point in showing you something that you will skip over because like oh those other people that I don't like why are you showing me this you're not going to click on it you're not going to generate revenue you're most likely to see exactly what you're about to agree with and if you add to this for example remove moving everybody you disagree with, you're very likely to end up in a situation where you just don't see the opposite side at all. No, I think uh, being addicted to emotions come into play here as well. You, know, some, you may cut them off, but then how are you going to feel that very seductive, addictive emotion that really makes you feel alive, you know, in arguments, in outrage and stuff like that. I mean, people don't consciously choose to stick around people or to engage with people who make them feel this way, but it's more of a subconscious addiction. But I'm th I wanted to mention that sometimes it's warranted and a bit more clear cut for me to cut off people from future conversations and future contacts. And it's, you, I would call it, um, I would put these people in, in, a category of in the category of um, diagnosable like I can make a diagnosis like I, I can make a conclusion about them for example if I detect that somebody is chronically uh, psychopathic and their life sort of game is to um, harm other people just it's in their nature you know, I if I see that pattern I think it's easier for me to make the decision okay I'm gonna cut off the psychopath or sociopath I'm not gonna give them any chances because I just see where it's going another um, type of person 
could be maybe something chronic, chronic whiner or chronic uh, drinker, somebody who this like has this influence on me and drags me down uh, from a lifestyle that I want to be don't want to be a part of. Um, so I think this sort of uh, this way of guarding my happiness uh, is justified for me. Like I don't want to give people many chances uh, if if they just keep doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, it makes sense that there there's definitely situations where it it would make sense to stop talking to someone. And what I find very often to be true is that those people that I don't really want to interact with, or those people who you you might describe as trying to find a word, you would describe them as, 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 um, I don't know, you would describe them as bad people. I don't have a better word right now, but essentially the types of people that you wouldn't, if you had children, you wouldn't want the children to hang out with them. Um, And it's not necessarily that these people are quote unquote bad, right? Because what I find very often is that the most destructive behaviors are always accompanied by intellectual justification that this behavior is good, necessary. In fact, much needed. Did you find this yourself? Justified by them or justified by you as you analyze their behavior? No, usually the worst things are often does are often done in the in the name of something good so yes they the justified by them yeah uh, there's this expression like they don't mean bad they just do the best they know at the time something like that like at the time it's the best decision they can make so every decision these bad people make looks bad from from the outside but to them it's the only thing they can do because this is how you know the life circumstances are for them so <coughs> so you can't really judge them as uh, harmful people who just want to bring negativity to other people's lives um yeah i remember i, I cut off one friend who just kept on wanting to come hang out with me and drink or he would bring some substances with him and, but he would never be truly invited i would tell him like okay yeah let's um, let's discuss let's let's pick a day thursday or friday then uh, a certain time and then you come and then we hang out but you know, please don't don't insist on, on seeing me earlier because i have th- stuff to do and he would come after that call like an hour later and knock on my door on my window and be like i just i was just too bored and you told me to wait till friday i i mean i just want to see you now you know because i know you're just sitting on your computer and you're not doing anything so don't tell me you're busy or something like that you know and he would just insist on it it, it, it would go beyond any uh, you know allowable boundaries like knocking on my window at night you know come on dude like so that kept on happening and uh he I had to actively ignore him for years until he finally dropped uh, the desire to, to to contact me. Yeah, that's crazy. That is insane, and I think that's that's a pretty good example. What I keep coming back to is, I think the like, sure, this particular like the example you're bringing up is the guy just being annoying. It's clearly annoying, and yes, he probably doesn't mean bad, right? But the experience you're having with him is strictly negative. And if you have the ability to, it would make sense to stop this experience from happening. But the, in his mind, he's probably doing a friendly thing. You know, I just care about you, so I want to hang out, something like that, right? So it, it can be sort of. Uh, justified and understood, but damn. Yeah, I think that's what I want to bring this to. 
the story comes to mind is some years ago, two years ago, three years ago, I went on a date, just a random date from an app and we were hanging out with this girl and talking and she was telling me about how the world is a dangerous place and how anyone can like curse you and she was cursed and until these other people didn't lift the curse um, and stuff, it was weird, man. And I thought to myself that her description of the world the world that she lives in is so significantly different from the world that I live in. Since then, in the last couple of years, I had more experiences where I meet someone who describes the world, like their perception of the world. They would usually say something like, the world is full of bad people. They would see evil. They would see a lot of evil and they would be. it would be very clear to them that they need to fight the evil. They would have like a very clear vision that if they could, if only they had the power, like literal physical power, they would fight the evil on evil terms and they would win and that scares me like these are the people that usually scare me the most because they sometimes seem like evil themselves and every time I try to talk to this person um, and it's not any specific person I have in mind at least like three different individuals with whom I mostly no longer talk when I when I try to um, talk back explaining that I don't see the world this way explaining that it's not something that I feel see really they would usually say like well you don't know the world they might say that i'm young they might say you i'm young or i'm privileged or worse they can say you're part or, of the problem yeah that's a good point or you're part of the problem yeah <laughs> and that's where i would agree with you that's a good measure it's a good line to not cross and be like okay well we reached it we reached this point if if you are fighting evil if you're wielding your your sword i i'm i may accidentally get hurt because you're you are very uh, reckless with with your actions so I, i'd rather walk away and not accidentally become a part of the of the evil army that you're fighting so yeah so i think mm, but also it is, it is very likely, actually what I think what I noticed as a pattern, it is extremely likely with someone who sees the world as evil, it is extremely likely that you will actually become evil. Um, and so, yeah, if, if there's anything in, in terms of self-preservation, I do see this as a viable option to attempt to um, create enough buffer distance. with this distance, yeah, with these people. Because, hey, in terms of happiness, that's not a good, that's not a good, that's not very helpful. And at the same time, I do feel kind of guilty because I am, I am by distancing myself from them. It is a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? They just described to me how the world, they just described to me how the world is this bad place. And I'm sort of doing more or less what they expected me to do. And then you care enough about that person that you could help them, uh, in, in their fight, but you choose not to because you don't want to be bothered. You don't want to uh, diminish your happiness. So yeah, so there's several sides to it, mainly two sides. Should I stay or should I go? And the truth is somewhere in the middle, as always. And um, my recommendation to anyone listening would be to not stick with one or the other method and just always evaluate the situation. Do you have the power to improve that your friends or your loved ones life by talking to them, by being available, by being open without losing much of yourself and without diminishing your energy, draining your energy so that you cannot perform basic life functions? 
If you can, go ahead and help. If you cannot, it's completely okay to minimize or completely cut off communication. That's how I see it. To, to be fair, unfortunately, I think it's not always possible, right? You could, we could be talking about like a like a family member who is suddenly really into this new conspiracy theory about something that you have no interest in and you can't really cut them off because, well, they're your family. You're going to keep seeing them. And at the same time, if I, if I were to... Or a, a child, child or parent, yeah, caretaker. My, since, since we seem to be giving advice, I don't know, but I try to understand people until the very end when I realize that I have understood them properly and they have relatively little interest in understanding my point of view on the same question. So if they believe that the world is evil and I don't believe it, then I try to ask them about why why is it evil? What how like what parts of your life brought you to this conclusion? And then I try to present my my point of view with my examples but sometimes that just doesn't work okay yeah <laughs> with this we're gonna finish this episode and thank you nikita for participating thank you vasily for being vasily till the next time goodbye warning i'm about to introduce topic straight into your face <laughs> that's actually funny <laughs>